Good morning. It is Saturday, August the 19th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. And you know what Saturday means. It's time for a Holy Spirit story. Today's story is entitled, I Want the Holy Spirit. Our text, as always on Saturday, in case you're new to us, is Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Interestingly, you know, with this Acts series, and just having passed through that text this week, this is always the Saturday text. This is the demonstration. Remember, it's consecration, transformation, demonstration. That's the movement of the gospel. Hear now the word of the Lord. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. Today's Holy Spirit story comes from Wayne Henniger. I was moved by the faith of his wife, Pam, and especially so as she neared the end of her life on this side. This came to me in the midst of an earlier series on the Holy Spirit, which prompted me on the timing of sharing as we begin the story of Acts. You will read the story below if you're reading in Wayne's own words, and of course you, the listener, will hear it in his own voice. This week, J.D. contacted me and asked for me to share an email, which I sent him last fall, September 15th, 2022. It was about 10 days after my wife, Pam, had passed away. So this writing is about a year old and references a series that J.D had written over the last few years, such as the Holy Spirit, Glory, and others. Here were my thoughts in the days after Pam passed through the veil to be with Jesus. J.D., it's been a while since I wrote you. My wife Pam and I started reading the daily text in the fall of 2020. And then before Christmas that year, she told me she wanted to start journaling. So I gave her a journal for Christmas and about two more since then. Pam passed away on September 4th. She started having female issues in June, kept getting weaker, was diagnosed with cancer in late July, came home on hospice the last two and a half weeks of her life. Joyfully, I was able to take care of her through all of her sickness. On August 12th, she told me, we have to talk. That sounds like we weren't that close, but we were. It was just her way of finalizing her thoughts. She said that she was too weak for treatment and she wanted to go on. Her words were, I want to go hug Jesus. The next day, she told our daughters, then her siblings, and we arranged to come home on hospice. Through all of this, she and I never experienced such peace and grace from the Lord every day of the way, every step of the way. And this woman, who certainly had the capacity to be impatient, frustrated, demanding, had the sweetest spirit one could imagine so kind and appreciative of every healthcare worker she encountered. And the hospice nurse told Pam, that, that told us that Pam had given her back part of her life that she thought was gone forever. She'd been through some rough times, 
but Pam's love and affirmation of her let her know she could love again. Last year, during the series on the Holy Spirit, we were lying in bed. We had finished our nightly prayers and she just says out loud like a prayer, I want the Holy Spirit. We never really discussed the second work of grace in depth. To me, she seemed to be trusting the Spirit, but there it was. I was silenced, thinking, I think the Spirit of the Lord just fell on this place. I'm not sure we spoke for a bit. There was a hallelujah in my heart. In the last week since she passed, I have skimmed through her journals. They are almost like a synopsis of the daily text. Most days she would grab a sentence or a paragraph that spoke to her and copy it down, maybe in her own words, then write some of her feelings or interpretation of the text or the prayer. The predominant line that reoccurs frequently is, I belong to Jesus. Those days when you spoke of how the Father spoke to Jesus and told us to put our name in it, she had written in her journal, this is my daughter, Pam, and whom I am well pleased. And the belonging, not behaving phrase were life-changing for her, for us. As I read to her in those days, one of her favorite scriptures was Isaiah, don't be afraid. I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, Pam, you are mine. And J.D., just to give you some humor and perspective, there were a few times she wrote, J.D. blew it today. I didn't get anything out of it. Once in a while, she'd write, what would I do without Wayne to explain this to me? Or even Wayne didn't get what J.D. was talking about today. I hope you take this in the light-handed-hearted manner that I share it as I find her feelings and honesty cute. This series on glory would have been right up her alley. There's so much more I could share, but I'll quit for now. I'm so thankful for the way the Lord has used you to take us deeper and awaken us. Glory. Bless you, J.D. In the prayer, Abba Father, thank you for this story of faith and how it brings you glory. Thank you for Wayne and Pam, and especially for the way she lived and that she died as she lived, filled with faith, hope, and love. We pray as she did, I belong to Jesus, and I want the Holy Spirit. We know those words are a delight to your ear, and your pleasure to respond to. Wake us up to all you have for us on this side of the grave, such that we might look forward to all you have for us on the other side. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And the question, where are you in your sense of desire and longing to be filled to overflowing by the Holy Spirit Take a few minutes and respond to that question somewhere in your wake-up call journal. We don't, of course, have our Saturday entries there, but there's probably space somewhere left in the margins for you to write. It's so important to, to take what is in us 
and capture it and get it outside of us so that it can be worked with. That's what writing things down in a journal does for us. A lot of people say, well, I'm not a journal person. Well, you just never have been one before. We are all journal people. I just want to keep encouraging that. On Saturdays, we always sing a chorus. We sing the same one, Sanctuary. You probably know the words, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. We'll sing it through twice. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Pure and holy, right and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. And Lord, prepare me. To be a sanctuary, pure and holy, right and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary. For you. And I want to, as we get going in Acts, I want to remind us that these Holy Spirit stories, they're coming not from me, they're coming from the field. And they're welcome. I'd love it if you would, would send one to us. It's a story of faith from your life that we might use on a Saturday in the future. We're glad to attach your name or a pseudonym or anonymity. It's up to you. It can be a story of coming to faith, a story of transformation, of consecration, of demonstration, a story of healing, deliverance, suffering, and sufficient grace. Even without the healing we wanted, it could be how the Lord met us in that with sufficient grace. It could be a story of family brokenness and reconciliation or underway, a prodigal return, an answered prayer. It can be what I call a Holy Spirit fail story, not because the Holy Spirit failed, but because you and I oftentimes fail in our courage to step up and be the witness. Those are good stories to tell. A word count of five to 800 words works well. We can go a little higher if needed. We can't guarantee publication, but we will assure you of our prayerful discernment. You can just reply to this email with your story, and it'll come to me, and I'll be in touch. Well, that's a wrap for Saturday. Really appreciate Wayne sending us the story, and we're coming up on now the anniversary of the loss of Pam, his wife. Uh, September the 4th, I believe it is. So let's pray for them. And um, 
that same situation is being repeated in every community to which I am speaking right now. And we have opportunities to be a part, to stand on that holy ground with people, to encourage and bless, to pray, to love. Let's get out there on the field today. Saturday is a different kind of day of sowing. We're going to see different people than we see during the week oftentimes. Just have your seed ready. Be listening to the Spirit. Holy Spirit stories are always just ready to break. I'll be seeing you on the field today. I'll be the guy waving. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.